0: Welcome to Wholehearted. My name is Heather Tolheimer. Wholehearted is a space for personal growth, healing, wellness, and innovation. We work with individuals and organizations. To learn more, you can check us out at beingwholehearted.com. Today, I have the privilege of interviewing Madeline Semper. She's the founder of Embodied Conscious Healing. She offers a unique and personalized wellness approach, offering one-on-one sessions that emphasize cultivating mindfulness, presence, and somatic resilience, empowering individuals to access their body's wisdom and uncover their true potential. By working closely with clients' health needs, Madeline guides them through a transformative journey towards self-awareness, embodiment skills, and personal growth, highlighting the interconnectedness of mind, body, and emotions. I'm so impressed um, with all the learning and the work that she's done over 30 years of her experience in working with clients. She has lots and lots of certifications. Um, She uh, has studied biodynamic craniosacral therapy, neuromuscular therapy for pain relief, which is a big thing, I think, for people these days. Lifestyle Prescriptions and Health Coaching, Breathwork, Mindfulness Meditation, The Alexander Technique, Self-Inquiry with the Work of Byron Katie, and Conscious Healing with Thomas Hubel. So um, she's so well-educated. I have personal experience actually receiving sessions from her, and I must say her work is transformative, and I'm really moved by the work that you do, Madeline. And I'm just wondering, before we get into a conversation, is there anything else you'd like to tell us about
1: yourself? Thank you, Heather. Thank you so much for inviting me to have a conversation with you and to share it with uh, listeners, uh, all that I have to offer here. Um, About myself, um, all this experience that I have been uh, gathering for these thirty years, and in a little bit more, who knows? <laughs> 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 um, I just narrow it down to to one skill that has been the most important for me is to listen deeply and be present with someone, and that that is such a transformative way of working with clients and so essential um, that I think that there's not a lot of trainings that um, can really take us there. It's a personal experience, personal development, and that's a skill that I have um, been very devoted and uh, connected to since the beginning of my work. Mm-hmm. Um, how can I listen deeper and be present with another? Mm-hmm. And that has been very, very important to me since I started practicing massage and body work and developing a lot of skills. And listening, not just through the touch and to the sense perceptions, but listening and in my state of being and, and who I am. And the presence that I that I bring into a session, so that's something that <laughs> it's not in a formal training, but um, it's training that occurs as you develop your skills and mm-hmm. years that that you have, you know, in training. Wow, that's so beautiful,
0: Madeline. Because I think all of us yearn to be listened to, to be understood, to be presenced. As we go through life and we're never quite sure if anyone sees us or who sees us or how we're seen and to have the gift of someone really seeing you and listening and presencing you and understanding you is like the greatest gift in my opinion. So that's, <laughs> that's beautiful that you emphasize that in your work. Yes. Um, I noticed the word Healing in your resume over and over again. And I know that healing is very important to you. And I just wonder if you could talk with us a little bit about you know, your perspective on how we heal. Because as I speak with people, I, I speak with friends as I listen to people on social media, I, I experience this big longing that people have to heal. So how does that show itself in your work?
1: Yeah. um, When I, healing, uh, this path of healing um, has always called me, called for me to enter it, into it. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, way back, um, many, many years ago, before I even started in body work, um, I met a healer, somebody that would pass her hands over a body and can tell you things that she could perceive in the body and i remember saying i want to i want to do what she does (laughs) and uh and then i was that was like she she's doing healing so uh, i want to do that and then i said but i need a license to touch and i entered massage uh school okay so that was my beginning and then um through all these years, um, just exploring this dynamic, then I entered into the mind-body connection. It's like, um, there's so much more that happens. Um, is healing. It's not just taking a pill or just, um, you know, to stop something from happening. It, it it can help. But there's a, I was searching for a deeper healing. And I, I, I started learning that the, the, the body, it's not just in the brain, it's in every cell of the body. So I said, oh, so everything is always communicating and talking. Then I entered the field of spirituality, and I started an understanding that there's a life force that moves us, you know. Um, we're breathing, and nobody tells us to breathe. Our heart is beating. These cells are um our digestive system is working by itself, the nervous system, all these systems we have are autonomic so as there's a there's a life force that moves through us. So I started putting all these elements together and I've come to the understanding now that healing is, is, is a is a path is a is, is a continuous path uh, of becoming whole and this becoming whole how i see it is being interconnected with within and with outside so how do i stay connected to all that is happening here within myself and how do i connect with the outside world so there's a there's a dance from inside of us to the outside world and um it's it's a little complex uh this process but But how do I stay connected and present? And that's what gives me the vitality Mm. at a physiological level. And we're all looking for some form of healing, but the mental aspect and then the physiological aspect uh, of our biology, the biology becomes dysregulated and out of balance when our mind, our perception of life is... uh, doesn't feel safe in some way okay and then our biology goes um um goes out of balance so so healing to me how i see it today is um is this path this journey of where am i now because there's so many things that that um we want to heal. We want to be this. We want to feel this way or that way. But right now, where I am, what is most important? What needs to 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 change within me so that I can be feel more connected with the outside world? And this relationship is what brings health, mm-hmm. and then more vitality and um, presence. So embodying presence, being more present and connected with ourselves, with what we care about, and the relationships we have. So it's all about how relational am I, am I more disconnected, more connected, then we enter into the trauma field and how we have been shaped by our experiences in life. Right. Right. So it's it's, it's all a, an interconnectedness between our mind, our emotions, our body. Mm-hmm. And where is our body? Uh, is our body not feeling well, sick? So then we go and see, so what is not in harmony? What is not connecting? What is not relating? And then working at that level and bringing relatedness and so, so healing. I, I'm just really fascinated by our capacity to self regulate and self heal if we have the right environment. And, um, uh, um, what is his name? Um, uh, gosh, I just blacked out on his name, Lipton. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. Um, is it Bruce Lipton? Uh, uh, Bruce Lipton, yeah. yeah. I love his work. And yeah. Bruce Lipton, you know, how how he talks about that, how he had cells in a Petri dish. And when he put in there cells that were not healthy, the other ones were in that defense mode and it affected mm-hmm. them. So we are the same, you know, at a cellular level like that. And also in, in the way that we move as a human being, complete, you know, in body, mind, and spirit. Mm-hmm. So when we have the right we create the right environment then healing be we become more whole and connected because then our defense systems are not so engaged in um trying to find safety so for for preservation right. so that yeah so um so self-healing um we have the capacity we cut we cut ourselves And the cut heals, and we don't even notice it. How the body's doing that, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's like we just don't have to do much to it, and then we see a little scab, and it's like it took so much work for our bodies to make that happen. And we're always, our bodies are always trying to find what is called in 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 biology and homeostasis, which is coming back to balance. Mm -hmm. We're always coming back to balance. We're always finding that uh wholeness um our our physiology and and the way that we are like if we hear a loud noise we want to you know find the balance not too loud not too low and you know we're always between um, um, polarities moving in this world and finding balance So it's about what balance do I need in my life right now to feel whole and connected to myself and to my environment?
0: Oh, yeah. That's a big thing, isn't it? Finding balance, because I think we intuitively know that, that we need to have a more balanced lifestyle, but then the stresses and strains of everyday life take us in one extreme direction. Like we work too, m- I think this is America's challenge. We work so much yeah, and, you know, we don't have enough rest or enough play. Um, so I, I, I think certainly that's a common issue. How do we mm-hmm. maintain balance? Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, it's, it's just starting now. Right? That's how I see it. So um, starting now and, um, and also being more being kinder and uh more nourishing and uh and treating ourselves that way and uh caring and and nurturing ourselves more mm-hmm. um we're so used to like you said in this in this culture now to be up in our heads and moving in the world through this means of our brain and what, what shouldn't, shouldn't, <clears throat> shouldn't, shouldn't be. Right. Um, and uh, all these polarities that bring so much tension to us. So right. it's coming coming back, coming back to this moment where I am and uh, and what's a priority in our lives. The values are important. What values do I have? What's most important for me right now? And we start at that level. And sometimes, you know, it could be like a domino effect. We work in one area and everything else comes to balance uh, <laughs> in some way, in such a miraculous way sometimes. you know it could be just like including in our daily lives uh, small moments of of pause, of breaks, of being still. and that little bit of that of self-awareness has can have such a trickle effect in in our entire day. The way that the way that we get up in the mornings. Am I rushing out of bed and into the day, or am I waking up gently, and noticing my breath, and opening my eyes and looking at the room, yeah. And then I get out of bed, and then if I I get up with enough time, I have time to move, in a slower pace, more connected to myself. The whole day is different than when we rush into our day. Mm-hmm. And that's that small little change can change our entire interaction with everyone that day as well. I, wow,
0: that's so true. And it's kind of ironic because I recognize that's what's needed. But I think in our culture today, there's a sense of guilt if I'm, oh, you know, shouldn't I be doing something else? Is it okay to stop? Is it okay to slow down? Um, Is it okay to spend money or time on myself? And, you know, personally, I've experienced that a lot, especially, you know, as my children were growing, um, there didn't seem to be enough time. And so, yeah, I, I think it's hard for people to... To really focus on themselves, because there's this sense of like, oh, well, shouldn't I be doing something else? And I'm wondering if you experience that with the clients that you serve.
1: Oh, definitely. <laughs> I'm not alone. Huh? <laughs> definitely, I, um, I I have clients once in a while um, that come to me and uh, they feel like uh, they're splurging on themselves, like, but uh, self care and body work is in today's world. It's no longer a luxury, it's a necessity mm. because of the stress responses that are so active in so many of us. so um massage is 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 nourishing, nurturing it's not a luxury anymore and um I have um I have been working with uh someone recently, a client um more in the coaching aspect of it and as um as a new mom and um Having a full time job that is so so much like you were saying when you a were a single mom,
0: yeah,
1: a lot of stress. And uh, how do I find time for self care? This is something new. Uh, I mean, there is no uh, no training, no uh, groups, or I mean, there are some groups, but uh, mothers are not here. You have a kid and you keep working, and, and society is so different, the culture is so different that mm-hmm. it does not support that process of what a child needs in the early years and and mothers have to go to a full-time job right away you know very soon after you know the 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 kid grows a little bit but they're still little they need that that connection yeah but that's but if that's the situation that's present then how how can uh, we we have been working on this and it's been really helpful in some way you know how can i process all of this and understand and accept where i'm at the
0: mm-hmm. separation
1: from 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 the child um the guilt that comes from that right. um the time for some self-care that i had before and now i don't so it's uh it's, it's everything is about bringing awareness It's like, this is what I have. I cannot change it. So accepting the moment of what we have sometimes, like in this situation, Mm -hmm. and then with what I have, what can I do? If I get up maybe um, uh, 30 minutes early, I have 10 minutes maybe to stretch or to do something for myself. Or in the evening, the child Mm -hmm. goes to bed early, then I have maybe a half hour to do some yoga or to do some, some self-care for myself and plan around, um, uh, you know, finding family members that can support me. So find support groups. So it's an act, an active, it's making a plan and seeing what's, what's happening. What's right. what I have, this is the responsibility I have now. And, uh, and then uh, taking action through a, a something planned.
0: Yeah. Wow. I think that's so important because it, it's very easy to feel like, oh, my life should be like this, or my life should be like that. But having that awareness and understanding and acceptance that, you know, this is my situation right now and there's no judgment on that. And then thinking about, you know, how you can manage that. So, you know, that's uh, certainly words of wisdom, you know, for everyone actually, not just young moms. Yeah and sure. it's uh
1: in situations mm-hmm. are all temporary they're not eternal they're not oh yes <laughs> that's important to remember right <laughs> you know our minds think that this is going to be for forever Ever. yeah so when we put that in perspective in a bigger picture it's like oh my god this is going to be for for this period of time i have mm-hmm. to adapt to it and adjust and and accept and there's, you know, we, we, we accept things and then we can change them. But mm-hmm. until we have had that awareness acceptance, then we cannot change. Right. Yeah. Mm.
0: You talked a lot um, about healing and I know you've worked with situations where people have had to have a lot, you know, experience a lot of healing in their life. I know that you worked with women who'd experienced Domestic violence. And I'm just wondering if you could speak about that and mm-hmm. the possibilities that you found
1: in that work. Um, that work for abused women that have been ex- experienced abuse in some way um, is just phenomenal with body work. Um, many years ago, I worked with um, a group of women that were doing counseling and they, they would gather. And um, a couple of them, a few of them, came to see me for body work. And um, one of them in particular, uh, we arranged for her psychotherapist to be present the first few times we met. This didn't last for, for a long time, but just at the beginning. And I remember the first time that I touched her forehead. That's all I was able to do in that in that session. Mm. Um, because emotions just came up. She, uh, there was she wasn't used to a safe touch and to be touched was was very stimulating for her nervous system. So I just only touched the forehead um and then her therapist was present and she processed her emotions and and then we stopped and I think I don't remember clearly, maybe a few weeks or maybe the following month, she decided to come back and she came back and we continued with her therapist present as well she would process uh, i would touch the body massaging very very gently a lot of communication needs to happen so that the person feels safe and empowered and i would tell her to um, just let me know if you need me to stop at any point you you are in control here and um and she was able to uh to to do a few sessions continuously until we were able to work for years after that. And the important part that I saw that it was so healing was after releasing emotions, and somebody comes and and touches you or massages you. Like I would massage her back afterwards. Um, it was so nourishing. She felt she would express to me that that felt so whole and connected. She felt really good. In her body wow. and about herself at the end of the session, because I would nourish her with a safe touch, and mm-hmm. that was that was reshaping her nervous system into uh-huh. a new experience. And then we worked for I would say two, maybe three years, mm-hmm. and she was such a different person after so many sessions. Uh, she was she I was able to do full body massage, and she was able to enjoy it later. Wow, that's incredible, yeah. isn't it? Very transformational. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's easy in crisis and in suffering to feel like you're stuck in that place, but to yes. hear stories like that and to know the possibilities of like you said reshaping your nervous system, um yes. of healing. That's mm-hmm. be- that's beautiful.
1: Wow. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And the same happens um also when people have car accidents or any type of accident. Um I'm working with a client right now that that um, had an injury of broken ribs and all that um, from an accident, and um, the the nourishment and the re re recharging her nervous system with a new um, mm-hmm. tu- you know, through touch, so that it can feel safe and connected, and and uh, begin to re to repattern her nervous system is 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 amazing. In like four sessions already. It's just so transformational. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) That's wonderful. Yeah.
0: You know, um, I think today, uh, actually a lot of people I know, you know, friends, colleagues, talk about experiencing stress and anxiety. And, you know, perhaps COVID has magnified that experience although I think it was probably always there on some level, but, you know, how do you support people who experience, you know, stress, who experience anxiety, you know, what Mm -hmm. can you do to help people um, manage Mm -hmm.
1: that? Yeah. um, I mean, I'm, I'm beginning to, I wanted to expand my work so that I can uh, reach more people and, Mm and, and, um, and exactly in and this and, and help, helping them to deal with stress uh, in a different way, in a more embodied way, like through the body. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I just started recently um, offering one-on-one sessions online. And I found that this uh, these sessions to be, even though they're done over Zoom, they're very connecting and also very intimate as well. Mm. Um so I can help someone um, a little bit different than when I do hands-on, because through body work, if, if I, the person's not here through body work, um, the nervous system, that's what I, that's why I found I said. I can also do this on Zoom and help more people because I can um, guide them through different practices and um, different things that they can begin to include in their daily lives. That can make a difference to reducing, to repatterning the nervous system, and to reduce the stress response. And the stress response, all it is, is like uh, habits and conditionings that we have. Sometimes, mm-hmm. the way that we think, habits of thinking, habits of how we move, how we, how we move, how we think is how we move, and how we move is how we think. Yeah. <laughs> So the body never lies. So the body, if there's tightness, if my shoulders are shrugged up high, that means I'm thinking. First, there's a thought and then the body responds. So we work with that. I get to see, you know, talking to the person and I can give them feedback as to what I am noticing and and how, you know, so we, we do some somatic practices, uh, some dialogue, uh, meditation. So all these different ways, um, but I, what what led me to this is like, I'm, I'm working with people on the table and I'm touching the body and I do, they don't need to tell me what stressors they have, the body tells me. Oh, really? Yeah, the body tells me, let's say I take an arm and there's a pattern of holding. So I try to move the arm and the arm doesn't go. I was actually recently working with a client that was experiencing that, and she says, "I'm tensing, right?" And I said, "Yes, you are." And <laughs> she says, "But I'm not doing it." <laughs> it was. It, it's so. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I know you're not doing it. It's unconscious. Mm. There's a holding pattern of some sort of memories. Our bodies hold memories of our experiences. Yeah, and and then the body tightens and and creates a holding pattern almost like an armoring and so uh so i said uh, i can you know i can translate this in in a different way and doing one on one sessions that can help more people um mm-hmm. uh, to feel more connected to themselves and in their bodies through the body mm-hmm. um so uh so yeah so then um when i work on the table um that's what I notice. What are these holding patterns? And, and within a half hour, like if we all of us would practice relaxation, meditation, yeah, even if it's just a few minutes a day, five starts small, five minutes, 10 minutes, you know, maybe up to a half hour, um, creating stillness, calmness, the nervous system is so appreciative of this. It helps to regulate all our systems in the body we our mind becomes more clear um just uh, and working with the breath as well when we focus on our breath that the breath is regulates our nervous system taking a deep breath I inhale and exhale focusing on the breath helps to regulate the nervous system so there are many ways that we can reduce our stress response and is is more and it starts by being self-aware mm being self-aware that I am anxious, I am, you know, uh, my nervous system, you know, my eye- eyelids are twitching or um, I'm not resting well at night, I'm not sleeping good. So that gives you a clue that you your mind is going too fast, there's too much activity and not enough space within, not yeah. enough space in the in the mind, not enough space in my sense perceptions, I'm overly stimulated. So the nerv- when the nervous system goes out of balance, then that's what causes more symptoms and conditions to appear. Mm. And depending on the length of time that we are in a stress response, that's how we begin to have symptoms that are more chronic. Yes. So if we catch it early on, we can avoid chronic symptoms mm-hmm. <clears throat> by, by, by adding daily practices that help to regulate our nervous system. Yeah, wow. Um,
0: now I was reading the book "The Body Keeps Score," and you know mm-hmm. how emotions, you know, in one sense, trapped in the body. And a friend of mine who um, loves yoga, who goes to yoga practically every day, she was telling me recently that um, she was doing a certain pose, and then she felt a muscle, and then she just spontaneously started crying. And it Mm -hmm. was like an emotion being released. And it wasn't that she um, thought about it and then it happened. No, it just happened. And I'm Mm -hmm. wondering if that kind of experience ever happens when you're doing um, body work with your clients.
1: Yes, through the years, it's happened many, many times. Yeah. Mm. And um, where there's, uh, I personally had, remember, early on, one of my teachers working on me, uh, and uh, I had a lot of um, unexpressed emotions um, from my childhood, whatever stories I created back then, that that was a theme around that, and it came to my mind when this happened. She um, just gently was holding my jaw, very, very gently, and and she was just stayed there for for a little while holding my jaw. And all of a sudden, I was sobbing. I couldn't wow. stop crying. It was almost like my like if whatever was choked up in yeah. my throat just just literally just burst out in tears. And she gave me the space to process. And then immediately the story that I had around that popped into my thinking. And mm. I and then and then she helped me to um, process that in a way where it was in the past, and you're here now. She brought me to the present moment, and my my in that moment, my mind realized, this is the past. This I keep bringing this story up, and there was a transformation that happened. And after mm. that, I never had that ex- that experience again of those thoughts of that situation. Wow, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. You know, so that, it's, um,
0: you don't need to be trapped in the past in that way. If you have you know, a yeah. process through which to, um, for that to come out and to be
1: integrated.
0: Well.
1: Yes. Yeah. So the body, the body holds memory of our experiences and our tissues. If if we have not been in contact with these areas of our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um these emotions can surface as you know and and emotions, you know, of, of maybe crying or or whatever emotion comes up. And um and it it is just a way of releasing the energy. It's like frozen energy and time. Mm-hmm. And this energy becomes like frozen, like condensed, and and it it creates a limitation, it's like we 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 always look for safety and belonging Yes, and yeah so um that that we're always starting our lives revolve around that and these memories are are held and and become frozen and until we bring awareness and an awareness and presence is light and bringing light to that which has not been looked at
0: right and you were very fortunate because you had the therapist with you who helped you process that so that, yeah, it was being released in that moment, but then it could be processed and let go and the experience could be integrated so that uh, you could heal. Yes. Wow. That's beautiful. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're lucky to have that experience because I, I think in our culture, we sometimes frown upon emotions. Or maybe I'm just saying that because I'm British. You know, like <laughs> in, in, you know growing up especially in um england there's all this like oh you know don't show your emotions you know yeah. and there's the Brit- british stiff upper lip and so yeah. there's mm-hmm. this kind of sense around everything that um mm-hmm. you shouldn't show your emotions but actually um releasing those emotions is so yeah. vital to health yeah. and homeostasis as you were saying um, yeah
1: yeah. and then, and then also, um those belief systems from our culture, you know, yeah, and and uh, shape us, mm-hmm. literally shape us. Yeah, Our bodies take shape. and then we continue um our lives consciously for a while, maybe then unconscious, to um, find belonging. You know, it's like, if I show my emotions, then they're not going to like me. So I hold them in. So so we begin to shape, it shapes our physiology and it also shapes us in in our relationships.
0: Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, You mentioned sometimes uh, working with people. And I was wondering if you wanted to share like a little exercise we could do online or um, a moment we could take. Um, to practice some of this body work that you've been sharing about
1: yeah um we can keep it simple and the the best tool we have at, mm-hmm. at right at within us is our breath okay yeah so um we can bring attention we can do a little practice and and just uh, sit comfortable mm-hmm and um, yeah, and just notice the breath, your inhale and your exhale, bring awareness to, to your abdomen, to your chest, and um, are you breathing more from your belly or from your chest? Are you exhaling more than inhale? And just bringing notice to that, to that inhale and that exhale. A lot of times when we're under tension, we have a deep inhale and we hold our breath some and our exhale is not long enough. So when we exhale slower, then it starts bringing more, a deeper relaxation response in our nervous system so let's take a deep breath of inhale into the belly and bring it up to the chest and exhale slowly and all the way to the end just notice so you have no nothing else to exhale and again inhale into the belly And all the way to the chest, the shoulders come up, and exhale slowly. We can do another inhale, and exhale through the mouth now, like you're blowing. Again, inhale. And notice the exhale slowly. Notice if you were able to take that last inhale a little deeper. Again, inhale. And exhale slowly. And now just notice the normal breath, the inhale and the exhale, just bring in attention to the breath, to how you inhale and exhale. And notice the quality of the thinking. If it's slowed down, it becomes calmer. Notice if it's calmer for you. Yeah, and this creates a moment of stillness, and, and um, you can open your eyes when you're ready. Mm. And um, how did that feel?
0: <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. And, uh, you know, what I've gained out of this conversation we've been having today, Madeline, is the importance of awareness and awareness of your body. Because I think, you know, very much day to day you know in our world in our lives at work at home we're very much in the mind and it's easy to stay in the mind but how you know to be a whole person to to have that wholeness it it takes yeah of course the mind and the emotions but also the body and you know there's not necessarily a lot of training um you know, in our world about the body as much, or that was my experience anyway. So I really appreciate you bringing attention to the body, Mm -hmm. and the incredible work that you do. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I hope we can invite you back sometime and hear more about it, because it's very important. And I love what you shared about, you know, just, you know, start with five minutes. um, Or, you know, when you wake up, uh, you know, instead of just, you know, jumping out of bed to like rush into the day to take the time to look around you and just have that awareness and begin at a slower pace. So,
1: mm-hmm. hey,
0: I've really enjoyed the conversation today and, you know, really appreciate your work too. And yeah, you know, how can people get in touch with you if they'd like to, mm-hmm. you know, do some one-on-one coaching or body work? Yeah.
1: Sure. Thank you, Heather. Thank you so much for inviting me to have this conversation. Um, Yeah, they can visit my website, Mm embodiedconscioushealing.com, and um, it's always um, uh, evolving. (laughs) My work is always evolving, but you can find information there about one-on-one sessions
0: Okay. And
1: um, you can schedule a consultation so that we can discuss um, for, it could be 15 minutes, um, up to 15, 30 minutes. Um, just have a conversation um, to see what your health needs are and to see if we're a fit for one another to, to continue um, and into a, a session that, that, that can be more transformational and whatever health needs are, are present for you.
0: Wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, thank you, Madeline. And I'm going to put in the episode notes um, your bio and all the incredible, because I didn't even read out all the incredible work you've done. <laughs> so, um, pe- you know, people will be able to find out more about you there, and you can go to embodiedconscioushealing.com and uh, meet Madeline. And I just want to thank you for the conversation today and wishing all of our listeners a wholehearted week. So thank you. Thank you, Heather.